Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wanna do bad things. That's real, yo. That's real at all, man. The more money you make, the more problems you get. And jealousy and envy is, is something that comes with the territory, man. A lot of people, it's just negative energy, like my man Puff said. What country you from? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of? They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Man, you've been doing all this dope producing. You ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So what you want me to do? Welcome to the Spurs Cast, the original San Antonio Spurs podcast. Congratulations, you have arrived at episode 423 of the Spurs cast, the original San Antonio Spurs podcast brought to you, of course, by ProjectSpurs.com. I'm your host, Ryan McCallum, and with me, as always, is Mr. Jose Grijalva. Jose, good afternoon, my friend. It is afternoon. It is a good one. What the heck's a podcast? Anyways, uh, wonderful weather today, bro. Did I say podcast? <laughs> yeah, but don't start over. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's just a lovely day. Why, I had why would back we do that? Test. Why would we let quality get in the way of what we do here? Uh, beats me. So I don't back in chess, back in chess day. Yeah. Tell tell me a gym story. Tell me a gym story. What was your what was your pre workout mix? What was your post workout mix? Did you get enough protein today? I want to know all of it. Uh, well, I had a havoc. It's a pre workout. It's by American Muscle or something like that. It's very good. It's usually fifty dollars, but I got a coupon for it from uh, Fit. I think it's like Fit Deals uh, from my email for uh, ten dollars. So I got four. Cost me forty and some instead of two hundred, so that that was great. Uh, it works pretty good. It's creatine. It's a bulker, so uh, it's kind of hard. to eat healthy and then you're still gaining weight and all that. But I don't eat healthy. Um, then I came home, ate five eggs with uh, tortillas, you know, Mexican style, with uh, tortitas con huevos, what we call them. And uh, my pre workout also with uh, I ate that with my uh, protein. Uh, just mixed um, the protein powder with milk in a cup. Uh, and yeah, then drank noni and uh, my chlorophyll. Now, what afterwards. a great day! What a great day it is for you. Well, you sound happy. I wonder why. 
Well, I, <laughs> thank you for setting up a, a nice little little softball there. Uh, this is a short episode. In fact, it might not even be worthy of calling it 423, but you know we're into to getting big numbers, so we'll keep it as official episode 423. But it's really just an announcement. We'll, we'll do two things. We'll do this kind of the this, this Spurs cast announcement, um, and then we'll we'll get into the latest All Star ratings, just so we can have something NBA related on this show. But uh, Jose, pretty big news we found out uh, just. Two days ago, yesterday or two days ago, um, we well, I guess we'll start with the, the beginning of this and kind of go through the whole genesis of this. You and I got contacted uh, maybe a month ago uh, by a, a gentleman named Chris Axman, who runs the Almighty Baller Network, uh, has his own show, the Almighty Ball and NBA show, uh, and, and wanted to learn more about the Spurs cast, was a fan, was listening to what we were doing. Uh, and and it has it has they have their own network uh, of of other of other podcasts and so he's sort of an aggregate his his podcast network is sort of an aggregator of a lot of NBA teams um, podcasts and for example our, our good buddy uh, Bram over there with with uh, Warriors Huddle that is a a member of this podcast network so we were already somewhat familiar with that um, with that network he hit us up. Said he'd be interested if if uh, we could you know if we would decide to to join forces or if we could um, have the Project Spurs uh, network affiliation with with his network and I, and you and I both said look man we just work here uh, we don't call the shots we turned it over to our boss uh, and and Mike got that thing going and, and got it done so so right now you could get in fact you could still get four twenty two episode four twenty two you could get it on both. Both sites, so you could get it on ProjectSpurs.com. Uh, you could get it off iTunes from Project Spurs, and you could get it on uh, the Almighty Ball and Podcast Network, which gets you, uh, you know, I, you can have it on iTunes, Stitcher, Android devices. You could stream it. Um, pretty slick, man, to get picked up into this other network. So we're gonna have, you know, more listeners, more opportunities for engagement. Uh, you know more about this kind of stuff and the, the new platform than I do. So, tell what, what kind of what do you think that the listeners are going to expect from the new Spurs cast? Uh, more screw ups because now we could go live uh, <laughs> as we were talking before. Uh, we you did this take like four times, right? Because you messed up three or four times. So now there's not going to be any uh, no pauses. We're gonna we could go live when we want. Have callers. You know, have people call in. You know, the two, three people that hear us and uh, make great discussion with them. Uh, it, it also will give us an opportunity to expand. I mean, we have big plans for the podcast to get the name out, get the you know, uh, get our names out there, and um, the, it, more especially the brand. So th- this is going to be exciting, and then we could interact with more of these other podcasts that are in. So I mean, now. I'm gonna have to lift more because then I'm gonna have to be, you know, sort of protecting you from the in the Spurs cast verses, uh, from all these different people. Because I know you're just gonna start crap, and then when <laughs> stuff gets serious, you're just gonna mute your mic and you're gonna have me take care of it. So I mean, now we're gonna we're seeing a little bit more competition, but at the same time, uh, all these podcasts, all these high quality po- podcasts with, uh, you know, very knowledgeable people, it's gonna be very exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about it. a couple of features that I, I don't want to blast past them because. It's something that you and I've wanted to do for a long time. It's the live show, and this new, the new technology, the new platform, uh, and the way that this partnership will work will allow us to do the live show. And so, so what does that mean? Well, we're going to be able to watch games, you know, either together in person uh, or with any of the other Project Spurs guys. 
watch games and, and stream as if it were a radio broadcast over the internet so fans can listen along with us. Fans can actually call into the show live. You know, right now what we're doing is we get fan questions and engagement through Twitter, which is still great and we want to do that, but we'll actually have engagement live on the show. I think it's one that's incredibly dangerous <laughs> and then two, it's it's also pretty cool. Uh danger oh well, yeah. I get it, but everybody that hears us are well mannered folk. When uh, Michael DeLeon and Jeff Garcia used to do it, there were some kind, you know, uh great people calling in and then <clears throat> I would call in and, you know, stir the stir the pot. So but um it's gonna be exciting, something different, and hopefully the fans enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. So check out their website. Um, you can get that at almightyballer.com. Uh, and, and, of course, always come to projectspurs.com. Great articles there. There's a whole team of staff writers that are churning out Spurs-centric news. Uh, and you can pick up the podcast there as well. Of course, keep the subscription to us on iTunes and and, uh, and take a look there at um, the Almighty Ballin' Podcast Network uh, on any of those other platforms that I mentioned. Pick up their feed as well uh, and listen to some of the other cool things that, that they've got. There's there's a couple of these. Of course, the Warriors huddle is our, our frenemy. Uh, and so we'll do some more verses, as you mentioned. We'll engage with them. I'm really ex- excited to uh, start listening to Red Nation, which is the Houston Rockets podcast uh, that they have on the network. There, there are some other ones here for some specific teams that I've known about in the past. Um, just being an NBA fan in general, have poked around and listened to a couple of these other other podcasts. And so this is cool to be a, a component of that network uh, while still sort of maintaining some independence with the brand of the Spurs cast, because there's a multi-year following. I've seen posts. This is like when we say the original San Antonio Spurs podcast, it, that's no joke. I mean, there, you can still pick up Mike DeLeon's uh, podcast for like 2007. <laughs> you know, it's still floating around out there. I mean, that's 10 years old. That's, that's huge. Um, so anyway, so a, a cool announcement for the Spurs cast, you know, we're, we're making, we're making those good moves, making those good decisions and, and it's growing and, and, uh, the, the fan base, uh, has certainly grown with it. So, uh, we wanted to announce that real quick. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to get to, to legitimize this whole thing is, is just bring us up to speed with NBA all-star voting for 2017. You know, that's in new Orleans. I get why they're, they're having the all-star game in new Orleans. It's a fun town. Uh, but the Smoothie King Center is kind of a dump. I was just there maybe a month ago. It, very strange uh, that, that that's going to be the facility that they're using for, for the All-Star game, my opinion. Uh, that being said, the voting, since they, since they started allowing you to do like hashtag voting inside of Twitter and have that counting, the voting numbers have just gone, the fan vote has gone through the roof. And so I wanted to go through the 10 uh, leaders in each conference for the front court and the guards, and uh, and just get some commentary on that. Does that sound good, Jose? Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm not really surprised at, at the uh, all the voting because all you got to do is, I mean, just make how many how many tweets do you have to send out? I could be sending out a hundred tweets, uh, and that'd be a hundred votes with that little hashtag. So, and then retweets our our votes, and then if you misspell the name, that's still a vote. So, how many how many times you can a person can vote is just remarkable. Not really a good thing, but it it, it still happens. Yeah. Well, let's go through um, – we'll do the Eastern Conference really quick and just see if anything stands out to you. And we'll go from 10 to 1. So in 10th place on the front court, you've got Tristan Thompson. Then you go Jabari Parker, Paul George at number 8, 
Porzingis at seven. This is really interesting because you got Porzingis and Carmelo are you know seven and six respectively, and, and they virtually have the same the same number of votes. There's three hundred twenty four thousand to three hundred twenty seven thousand. Uh, Carmelo leading the way. Fifth, you've got Jimmy Butler. Number four, you've got Joel Embiid, which I, I sort of take a little bit of issue there. That I mean, people are voting for Joel Embiid to be an all-star. Certainly, he's leading the way for Rookie of the Year, but is he really doing all-star things on a minutes restriction? I thought that was kind of odd. Then you got Kevin Love. Uh, at So this is this is interesting. The top two, the differentiate the diff. Let me try this again. See, this is this is what's going to mess this up when it goes live when I can't talk. Um, the differentiation between Kevin Love and then Giannis Antetokounmpo is pretty remarkable. And then even going to LeBron, who's in the number one spot, Kevin Love has four hundred seventy-three thousand votes. Giannis got has nine hundred sixty-three thousand. So it's our it doubles between three and two. And then LeBron is leading the way of the East in the front court with over a million votes. So, do you agree with with that ranking? You're all good with that. Uh, I well, I, I'm kind of disappointed. Jimmy Butler's so low. Yeah, me too. Uh, and beads, you know. I guess you know he's the guy there. He he doesn't really have that much help. So uh, if they do well by the by the time the All Star break uh, happens and, and and if he makes it uh, to the starting lineup, I I guess it would make sense. Uh, I just don't you know Kevin Love. Kevin Love is the third out of that big three. So I mean I would like I would have said like Embiid. I'd put him, Embiid over Love just because of that. Butler should be I think number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'd, I'd probably put Porzingis. Over Carmelo, just because I think he's the guy there, even though Melo still thinks he's the guy there, and you know all those New York problems. But uh, you know, other than that, I'm I'm surprised Paul George is so low. I thought they would have had you know some sympathy sympathy for Paul George and that team and the year that they're having. Um, I just Tristan Thompson sort of baffled me. Yeah, you know? that's, even that's though it's not low. even yeah, even though it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, you know, it's it's Tristan Thompson, but uh, again. You know, I guess Cavs fans are more are more level-headed than other uh, teams' fans, and we'll talk about that with the uh, West front court. Yeah, um, we, we we sure will. Do you, let's jump over to the guards um, in the East first, though. Just round out the East in the tenth spot. You've got Avery Bradley in Boston, sixty-four thousand votes. So I'll tell you how little the rest of the the um, backcourt in the East is getting consideration. The 10th spot, you could, you could get in 10th spot with only 64,000 votes. Then you go with Kemba Walker. This is total chaos theory because Jeremy Lin with the Brooklyn Nets is at number 8. John Wall, number 6. We talked about this guy heavily in the last podcast. Number 6 is Derrick Rose. 5 is Kyle Lowry. Number 4 is Isaiah Thomas. Number 3 is DeMar DeRozan. Then you go Dwayne Wade at number 2. And then Kyrie, of course, at uh, at number one with nine hundred seventy one thousand votes. You, you good with that list? I think Dwayne Wade's getting the Kobe treatment, e- even though he's off or he's a little bit older. He's not really deserving of that spot. I think Wade is getting uh, voted in because he's Dwayne Wade. So in a, in a way, I don't have a problem with that because I didn't complain about it in years before with Kobe. I think Kyrie should be absolutely number one. Uh, with number three, I mean, DeMar DeRozan, you can't really argue that. I, you know what? I wish Derrick Rose would be in the top three spots just so he could get voted in, and then he could no-show the event. 
you know, just because he wants that max contract. That would have been hilarious. Uh, but, uh, you know, Derek Rose shouldn't be on there. Uh, Jeremy Lin shouldn't be on there. Avery, Avery Bradley, if this is the list that they're having, Avery Bradley should be higher up, uh, at least number eight with those other two uh, way low. But, you know, even Jeremy Lin's getting 109000 uh, Avery Bradley hasn't cracked the 6,500 mark. So uh, that's very disappointing. I just don't get that. I, I think that, you know, with the East Guards, it's the sexy picks, you know, who's the most popular. Uh, and the, and that's really who they're voting in. As you can see, Derrick Rose is still popular, even though he's not playing that well. But uh, he's getting in the top 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, agree. I mean, very, very strange, strange mix there. What, what I also noticed on here that now looking back at the list, this is really quite interesting. If I, if I just look at the East as a whole, there's no Hawks on there at all. Uh, even when, I mean, Corver, when he was there, maybe this wasn't a banner year for him, but no Millsap on this list? Whiteside, when uh, he was, Whiteside in, in Miami when he was healthy? Well, I mean, now that you bring it up, you, you'd think uh, Dwight Howard would have um, yeah, right. at least uh, yeah. been the 10th one there uh, over, Tristan over Tristan Thompson. Thompson. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it just tells you how – I mean, it just tells you how um, uh, Atlanta really is in a basketball city. Uh, you know, I think they're more uh, – I don't even think football. Uh, I, they're really more of a baseball city, right? Yeah, I think so. I or think whatever. So. Well, they were yeah. back when they were good. Well, let's jump over to the West uh, real quick. So we'll start with the front court. Um, and uh, this is has some Spurs influence here. Number 10, Marcus Gasol. Uh, number 9, Blake Griffin, who's coming back from injury, I think, in the next week. Then you got Lamarcus Aldridge uh, at 192,000 votes. He's in eighth place. Then you have Carl Anthony Towns uh, at number seven with 223,000. Then you've got Boogie at number six at uh, 379,000. Draymond is in fifth place. Then you go Anthony Davis in fourth, Kawhi in third. <laughs> I had to take a pause because this is this is still ridiculous. Zaza is at 823,000 votes, and he's at number two. That's why you don't give fans the vote. Uh, and then Kevin Durant is at uh, 987,000, so in first place in the in the West. What do you think of that list? Obviously, there's a little bit of ridiculousness there, but for the San Antonio guys, you, you like having LaMarcus and, uh, and, and Kawhi, and, and do you think they're in the appropriate spots? You know, to quote uh, Marie Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond, you know, the, with the whole Zaza thing, this is why we can't have nice things because then the fans mess it up. I, you know, and I really don't want to blame all Golden State fans. I think this is one of those where some idiots got together and said, Let, you know, let's vote for Zaza because it'd be pretty funny. But again, this is this is a pick that if it does happen, it the All Star game is just going to lose all meaning, the little meaning that it had. I mean, back then, remember, Yao would be getting voted in when he was injured uh, because of China. So I, I think this is really going to be the end of the uh, of the All Star game as far as um, uh, just how people look at it. Uh, I don't even think Kevin Durant should be number one. You know, if he went to a team where it was already a superstar, you know, a packed team, and he went there uh, just to win a championship, I I think that sort of should lower what you know his impact as far as an all-star so i would have put Kawhi up there uh don't doubt that you know maybe um the who's gonna vote for the coaches vote for uh are gonna vote for the players maybe the coaches get together and just bump up or they unanimously vote you know Kawhi or anthony davis in so they can um so they can just bump zaza down i don't know how that's gonna work uh, uh like the list i wish demarcus cousins was one or two 
Yeah. Uh, just because I've said it, if he gets voted in the, uh, if he gets voted in, he's gonna make a R&B album, I think, or he, he's gonna do a song. Whatever it is, I want, I want that. So I wish the fans would just go tweet crazy and uh, you know bump him up to you know one or two. If it's possible with Zaza, it's possible with Woogie. Well, and- uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I, I think he's a little low. Draymond should not be that high, in my opinion. Uh, I don't even think Aldridge should be that high because he was struggling early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Griffin's hurt. Or he's always hurt. Uh, I, I really think Cat. I can't believe I called him Cat. That bugged me. Uh, Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi should all be bumped up, and everybody else should be bumped down. So on this list, I think you know you get rid of Zaza. The, the beef I have with this, you get rid of Zaza, you put Kawhi at the number two spot, um, and then I think you have some some mix there where Boogie could be number three. Anthony Davis is is playing great, so. He could be a four. But when I'm looking on this list, and I, and I do agree with people giving the Kobe treatment, because even if you're not playing, you're an all-star. They, they People want to see you play. And the guy that, I, that I've seen or not seen on this list, is there's no Dirk. How do you not vote in Dirk? Uh, well, I mean, they're doing so bad that people just haven't paid attention to them, I don't think. And if he gets traded to a really good thing, people are going to be talking about Dirk like crazy. But, I mean, the Mavs... They're really the third team in that West uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a bad team at that, and then you know it's just jerk right now. So uh, James Harden's really taking the attention. Kawhi's taking the attention, mm-hmm. uh, and you know I, I just situation for him. I think the, the coaches should. I, I don't think they're. It's fifty fifty, isn't it? From what I understand, yeah, I think so. And, but l- let me ask about these other guys that that are on this list. And, and first off, is uh, is CJ McCollum? Is he a small forward or is he a two? Yeah, he's a two. I'm okay, sure he's so, a two. So that's why he's not over here. I, for some reason, I thought he was a three. But you, you don't have Gordon Hayward's not on here. Uh, Ennis Cantor's not on here. I mean, these are guys who are having pretty good years. So all of that to say, the Western Conference front court rankings are, are bogus. Uh, with the guards, we'll go with 10 to go to one. Zach Levine, number 10. Uh Another, oh, another, goodness. Number nine. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that stuck out to me more than anything else on the, this list. Number nine is Manu Ginobili at 122,000 votes. Uh, then you go Andre Iguodala at eight. Eric Gordon at seven. Uh, Lillard is at six. Chris Paul's at five. Clay Thompson at four. Russell Westbrook at three. James Harden at two. And then Steph at number one. Uh, so I guess he won the popularity contest there. This list, um, I don't have... An incredible amount of uh, maybe the order, but the people that are on the list, I, I did, I, I get it. I hate to say it. I don't know why Manu's on the list, but I'll take it. Uh, but I like Eric Gordon on the list. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. I again, maybe the order a little bit. Zach, I'm, I'm okay with Zach Levine on there as well. Oh, and let me ask this one too. Andrew Wiggins is a three, isn't he? Or does he ever play two? Yeah. So he's a three, and he's not on the, he's not on the front court list. Well, I mean that's I mean if you look at it, uh, eight, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, and two. Everybody but one and three are are uh, fours or fives. There's only two small forwards in that. So I mean, hmm. uh, I think the stats really balloon that up there because again, and you know those guys are going to get more stats than Andrew Wiggins could. So I, I kind of understand that. Yeah. So what about the guards? Do you have any problem with that? 
Uh, Levine should be higher. I think he's just crazy. I, I'm disappointed he doesn't have more than 300,000 votes. But when you look at it for, from this perspective where uh, number four has 555,000 and then really Westbrook, if you if he gets, you know, 999 more or so, he's at 900,000. You know, it, it's so it, it's just between three guys where I think not everybody else is caring. That's why Manu is at number nine. But at the same time, I, Manu's not even the sixth man, right? Or is he? They bring David Lee in as the sixth man, don't they? Well, First, they I, I stuff with it, the big guys. I think, and it then I think it changes. But to me, it's just surprising that there's enough people out there, and they all are in South Texas, and they're all tweeting like crazy to get Manu these votes. Because there's nobody outside of San Antonio voting for Manu Ginobili. Uh, maybe that's the Kobe treatment, but again, that's pretty sad at number nine. But, you know, he's like this... Uh, sixth, seventh, eighth man off the yeah. bench to get in that. I, I think that's pretty sad for C.J. McCollum that he can't even break that. Uh, he, he can't even break 95,000 votes to get on there. So yeah, I, I that, that's pretty sad. He should be on there for sure. Uh, okay, well, I think that's it. Just giving the people what they want. Briefly announce the new uh, relationship that we have with Almighty Baller uh, and the Almighty Ballin Podcast Network. Uh, and then go through through this list. Anything else before we close out? Uh, no, not really. Uh, just think about when you want to do a live show so people can can see us mess up in real time. That's what we need. That's what we need. What's we the- need in real time Bornstein. We need a Bornstein real time podcast someday. Just his own. Just give just him so his the own. whole universe. Can- no, just with us, of course not. <laughs> we won't let him take uh, take the glory. We made him. Okay, we made Benjamin Bornstein. There you are. Okay, uh, well, that's it for this episode of the Spurs Cast. Jeez, let me try that again. That's it for this episode of the Spurs Cast, boys and girls. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at the Spurs Cast. Catch up with Jose, at JRG1023, me, at RyanMC underscore PS, or any of the Project Spurs folks, at Project Spurs. Uh, head on over to ProjectSpurs.com for sure. Uh, is this where we plug the new the new site? Why not? We'll plug them. Go to yeah. almightyballer.com. Plug all our friends. Go to almightyballer.com. Uh, they're our only friend. Uh, check them out on uh, on iTunes, of course. You can you can see them on Stitcher. You can pick us up on Stitcher now. Um, so, Jose, thank you so much. All you listeners, you're welcome. Good night. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.